From the Financial Times in New York, I'm Amy Keene, and this is FT News. My administration is launching the most sweeping action in history to lower the price of prescription drugs for the American people. Late last week, President Donald Trump unveiled a new set of measures to deal with skyrocketing drug prices in the U.S., this time transferring blame from the big drug makers he targeted during his campaign to the foreign countries that he says benefit from U.S. pharma innovation. The FT's David Crow joins me in the studio to discuss all of this. What is it about the way drug prices are calculated in the U.S. that is a much bigger issue than you might find in other countries? Well, the American healthcare system is an all-private market-based system. So drug makers can charge whatever they like, assuming that the customers will pay for them. And that has led to a lot of inflation. The difference with lots of other countries in the world is that they have a sort of a tiered sort of gatekeeper system where if you want to sell your medicines to patients there, then you have to agree on a on an acceptable price with a regulator or some other kind of gatekeeper. And it's one of the things that, uh, you know, in addition to trying to overhaul Obamacare, which so far has been unsuccessful, he sort of promised a way to, to really crack down on drug pricing. How did the president's announcement late last week, how does that change things? He, during the campaign and, and as as late as January of last year, was a was an advocate of big government action. He said that Medicare, quite rightly, Medicare, which is the senior citizens health plan that's government funded in the US, is the biggest purchaser of medicines in the world and doesn't negotiate directly with drug companies. And if it did so, would be able to drive a much harder bargain, which would have had a deflationary effect on medicines throughout the system. And a lot of health economists would agree with that. So he moved from this position of sort of big government advocate to this sort of uh, much more wealth sort of trodden path of uh, blame uh, foreign countries. So what was he proposing that he, that is done about this? Well, there were two sort of eye-catching announcements from my point of view. One on the foreign freeloading is that he's going to instruct his trade officials to make this an issue in a priority in, in trade negotiations with all trading partners. The problem is, if you take m my domestic country, the UK, uh, where the NHS is cash strapped and so on, the system is thus. If you want to sell your medicine in uh, the UK, you have to come up with uh, a price that is deemed acceptable by the gatekeeper there. You don't have to sell it there. If you decide that that price is too low, you can not sell your medicine in, in that country. And indeed, uh, that is what a lot of drug makers uh, decide to do. So, you know, there is, it is not like, you know, there is this sort of system where you have to sell your, your medicines at cut down prices in other countries. That is a commercial decision that, that drug makers choose to make. The other big sort of eye-catching announcement, and who knows if it will have much of an effect, is they're going to look at whether drug makers in their adverts in the US should have to announce the prices uh, when they're advertising their injection or pills on the television, should they also say how much they cost. And so what has the reaction been from pharma in the US? Relief. I mean, there were three things that uh, the pharma industry were incredibly uh, scared about. One, that there would be this direct government negotiation for the senior citizens. Two, there would be some kind of pricing cap or gatekeeper, as you see in other countries. And three, that there would be allowed to be this reimportation. One of the weird things that happens is pharmaceutical product is 
made in America, shipped across the Canadian border and sold for much cheaper there. And some states and healthcare systems have tried to re-import that medicine at a cheaper price. And, and, uh, and, and they managed to see that off too. So they were the three bogeymen and they aren't uh, to be seen today and, and stocks across the healthcare sector rallying. And do you have any sense of what is responsible for this sort of change of heart in, uh, in policy? Um, I think there are two people in the administration in the form of Alex Azar from, uh, he was an executive at Eli Lilly, a very big American drug company, and uh, Scott Gottlieb, who has also been in industry. I don't want to cast them as industry shills or anything, but both of them believe that America has a very precious ecosystem that leads to the discovery of life-saving life-extending drugs and that any attempt to try to sort of limit uh, the profits that these drug makers can make could indeed sort of make that system not the envy of the world anymore and and we'd have a sort of drug development system here akin to Russia or China or something and and they really want to avoid that. So on that first point in many ways it's a sort of instruction that the president is making to his trade negotiators to say this is a crucial part of future negotiations perhaps Perhaps it'll take some form in the current negotiations around NAFTA, but no major change in how prices are set, at least from the government's perspective. Exactly. And around NAFTA, there is a possibility of of trying to do something quite quickly. Um, uh, NAFTA has these periods of exclusivity. So a drug comes onto the market and it has something between 8 and 12 years of exclusivity before a generic, cheaper generic version is allowed onto the market as well. And the, the periods of exclusivity in Mexico and Canada are shorter than they are in America. And so one option that has been on the cards, uh, on and off the cards over the last few months is, could you extend the periods of exclusivity in Canada and Mexico, thus allowing American companies to make more profits there and, and maybe slightly less profits in the US? So it sounds like perhaps, as you say, someone else has uh, gotten the ear of the president in recent months. Sounds like it. Thanks, David. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.